Welcome to the Milestones Podcast, where we engage, inform, and encourage parents in strategic moments in their families' lives. Whether your family is close to the Lord or far away, this conversation is for you. All right, welcome back to our GUC kids, or not these same kids, sorry. <laughs> this is the GUC church, <laughs> family, family milestone. I'm just so used to saying that on the camera and everything else, so I apologize. But this is the GUC family milestones, and we're going to jump back into the basics and uh, we're going to talk about maybe an important topic that goes on at your house and maybe conversations you have about your house and the rules you apply and maybe your kids wanting to hang out or be with somebody else at another house. So this is called sleepovers. Is it okay? So uh, I know everybody around this room here, myself, Caleb, Heather, and Amanda, we've all probably done sleepovers growing up, but I don't think that's really a thing nowadays very much. Speak so. for yourself, Ron. <laughs> yeah, we have them weekly. <laughs> gotcha. Did you not get invited, right? No, nope, I didn't get invited. <laughs> didn't get invited to sleepover. So uh, that's our topic for today. But, you know, the basic milestone is just trying to help kids from that K-5 to 5th grade age and your parents kind of walk along beside this because our, our kids come up to us all the time. Uh, Tinley just came up the other day and said, hey, so-and-so is going to the friend's house. And, of course, the first comment is, well, you're supposed to kind of know this ahead of time. We can't just get you over there and everything, but um, it is still going on, as as they said. And so let's let's jump in this uh, subject. Before we do, any memories of uh, sleepovers and uh, stories that we can share? And and uh, I mean, I I can jump in one. Uh, I I usually stayed over at my friend's house and just kind of fill everybody in. When I was growing up, I wanted to be a, a WWF superstar. So uh, me and my friend had uh, uh, rings built out of our trampolines in the backyard. So we would spend hours just uh, wrestling each other on the trampoline. And then we'd come in the house and watch WWE tapes, as it's called now, and WF stuff and pay-per-views. And so that's usually what our sleepovers consisted of and, and my friends that I grew up with. So uh, we were just beating each other up and everything. So Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well... Um if you haven't listened to the bullying podcast, you need to go back and listen to it because <laughs> that was sixth grade. The first time I ever invited to spend nights in my house, I was in seventh grade. And uh, the story I'm about to share briefly is every parent's nightmare. So it's not like this all the time. Okay. But yeah. I went from hanging out with nobody to being bullied to all of a sudden now seventh grade, some cool people want me to come spend the night at their house. And I remember showing up and this was the richest guy in our grade. He was a cool dude. He just had all, I mean, he could have had anybody, man. He yeah. chose me and another <laughs> guy to come spend yeah. the night with him. And I was going to make sure I was on my best behavior, had everything packed right. I mean, I don't even know what you're supposed to do. I'm just going <laughs> to act like I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I would say we were there for about three hours, and he pulled out a bag of weed. Oh, I did not see that coming. In seventh grade, and he was his brother's, and he just pulled it out, and he was just like, do you guys know what this is? And then, so I had an introduction of what that was. New fear yep. unlocked. Thanks, anyway, Caleb. So that was seventh grade for me. So seventh anyway, grade. who's All next? Right. <laughs> All right. Who's up? I mean, mine was at Enon, and we sang songs, so. <laughs> that was a lock, lock-in? lock It was it was like a lock-in lock thing in. with the whole sixth yeah. grade at Bryan. There was All no right. marijuana. Like, <laughs> sure, some people probably got saved. Uh, yeah, that was it for me. <laughs> You were at the church, and I was with the devil's cabbage. All right. <laughs> lettuce. Devil's lettuce. Is your brain still fried yes. from all the marijuana? I didn't smoke it. Okay, I just saw he it. Yeah, he didn't say. It could have been grass for that's, all I know. That's I, don't, right. I didn't know what it was. 
What you got, Amanda? Um, my first time with a sleepover, I was in the fifth grade, I think, and just um, several girls, and I remember it was so late. Everybody, like, parents were in bed. It was so dark, and, you know, you're trying to listen to see who is uh, asleep, or, like, see if everybody's quiet so that you can um, get the shaving cream out. Mm. And um, yep. I mean, yep. I thought this girl was asleep, and I'm just like spraying this stuff. It's so bad. <laughs> Nothing's happening, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I had sprayed it all over the comforter set, <laughs> and I was so terrified that I was going to get in so much trouble by her mom. Yeah, I never, ever, ever wanted to do it again. <laughs> Those are great stories, man. So uh, excited to jump in on this. So uh, Heather, I'll, you know. Growing up and kids getting to do these kind of things and celebrate these milestones, making new friendships and stuff like that, how important that is to a kid and as a parent to celebrate that with them and meet their friends and everything, whether it's a sleepover or not? I think it's important. Um, I think it's a little bit in my, um, in our family, it's a little bit more important for girls than I think it is for boys. I think that comes along a little bit later for boys. Um, but I know some of y'all know um, we actually have like a tradition and for each of my kids' 10th birthday, it is they get to have a big sleepover because, you know, they're kind of getting into that phase where their friends are a little bit more important, you know, and they're not all about family and going to grandma's house anymore. And so we kind of celebrate that 10th birthday by having a big sleepover for them. Yeah. So I think it is a big milestone. So you don't invite grandmother over for the big sleepover with all the girls? Um, we actually had Annie's at grandma's house. So yeah, she was there. Saying. You go. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Amanda, I think the main thing that we're trying to help maybe talk to parents about today, whether it's a sleepover or just being at a friend's house, the importance of the rules you set in your house and the importance of our children understanding that even when they're not in our house, there are certain rules that we expect them to follow. So what can that kind of look like and how can we uh, share that importance with parents and understanding that to make sure their kids know, you know, wherever they are at, whether it's a sleepover at a friend's house, the importance of, of their behavior and their attitude. I think it's important to always remind your kiddos um, who you're representing, not only your family, but Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and the way we act, the way we speak, the way we react, all that says something. And uh, I mean, I think it's just very important to instill that, hey, Jesus is who we're representing, um, and be very careful yeah. what you say and, and how you act. And Whenever we take a group of kids to, like, a restaurant or something, like our fifth-grade leadership, and we take them out to eat before we do things, I always tell them, look, before we go in here, number one, you're representing the, the Lord, you know, you're representing God. Number two, you're representing your family. Mm -hmm. And then number three, you're representing this church. Yeah. So those are three things that I always spell to them with my big old eyes and my mean old voice to let them know that if you don't follow those three things, you're going to be in some trouble here. Yeah, so. and you know, and I, I also try to say, you know, hey, if if I wasn't there, then you know, don't do it. And if you if I'm if okay. I if I was there and you did that, is that kind of where you're going? Yeah. See, yeah. it's hard to get that out, right? Yeah. But yeah, um, but also like. If Jesus was there, was there? Would you do it? You know. What are you talking about? Jesus like, is always I mean, there. Well, well, so I, I definitely mean, would. Like, you know. 
but I, I tell the I tell the kids that too. You know, not not that they're acting up, and I know I keep going here in the ministry and stuff. But even in children's church and stuff like, that, sometimes I might ask the kids like, "Hey, if your parents were in here right now, mm-hmm. would they want you acting like this?" Yeah. So I think it is important to help kids to know that wherever they're at, you know, it's and not really just us as parents, but God expects us to act a specific way and stuff yeah. like that. So, well, uh, Kayla, let's talk a little about the kids and uh, how can we prepare the kids. You know, we've talked about the parents, how to send them off and act the right way, but how do we prepare our kids to maybe do the right thing? You know, some of it is just uh, your kid needs to know what, they need to see you do the right thing. Absolutely. You know, they need to see you, what do I celebrate? What do I think is wrong? What do I, you know, like, and not just what I say, but what I do, you know, is, is, the thing that I'm the most excited about is is it is it my faith is it the Lord is is that what it is yeah. um, is uh, how do I contradict that do, do does I, he gets to see how I live my life and right. so some of that starts with like well what does he see in me first of all um, not just hey don't do this well he knows why I'm saying that because he's seen what I do sure. and so uh, some of that I think might start with that you know area but um, some of those moments you don't know as a parent when is the right time to have this conversation uh and it just kind of gets plopped in your lap and i um and some of those conversations what i kind of what i'm talking a great example is um uh finn's uh quarterback for football team yeah and um a lot of friends on his team and they were all wanting to go celebrate and some people wanted to go spend the night and stuff all this kind of stuff well um, you know, they were all going to go eat at Hooters. Okay. And so, wow. anyway, yeah. And so he, and, but he, you know, Finn, Finn's never been there. Sure. You know? Yeah. I've never said, Hey guys, let's take the family, you know, and uh, it's all about the wings. I've never done that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, uh, he said, Hey, we're dad, we're going to go. And it was a huge win. Finn mm-hmm. had a huge end of the game, man. They were wanting Finn to come, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and there are five dads over there like, come on, Finn. <laughs> you know, they're all like, so pumped up, and he walked over and was like, "Hey, Dad, we're gonna go eat." Um, and I was like, "Well, where, 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 are, you, where are you going? Where do you want to go?" Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, "Hey, where are we going?" And then they, you know, said Hooters, and he said, "Well, um, he's like, yeah, that's where we're going, Dad." And I was like, "Hey, I don't, you know, but I, we're probably not gonna go there, man. Uh, we got to get go pick your brother up, or I mm-hmm. made something. I lied to him." And uh, <laughs> so we got in the car, and as soon as we got in the car, I shut the door and I said, "Hey, buddy, we're not gonna go there with all your team, and there's a reason why." Yeah, and so. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was like, well, well, what? Well, I, you know, my kid's in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So I kind of talked not to a fifth grader. I was talking to an eighth, ninth, tenth grader sure. now. Yeah. And I was like, well, son, here's one reason, because I don't want you to show up at uh, Hooters and ask for, you know, she's going to say, what do you want to drink? And you can't figure out, do sure. I want something to drink or try to figure out what do you look like with your shirt off? Yeah. Like, I just I can't figure out which one I want to, you know, like, sure. Yeah. And I was like, "Why would I put you there?" And if those guys want to start off that way, I'm, I'm you're 100 not going to go stay at their house. That's right. Yeah. And I was like, "So," I was like, "That," and I said, "Buddy, you're just set apart, man. That's right. Set, yeah. It's okay. It's okay to be set apart, man." Yeah. I was like, y- "You, you will be able to set a, a platform and a stage where people will want to come." get on that because they know like, well, I can go with Finn. He'll be he, That's right. like, he can do yeah. the right thing. I can do that. And I was like, mm-hmm. you can, you can help set that platform and you don't have, you can be set apart. And I was like, 
And so I, <laughs> I took him to eat across the street from Hooters, and then we talked about the sign and what the sign looks like. You know, yeah. like yeah. we had just, sure. I felt like I was talking to a 10th grade boy yeah. at that point, and my son's, you know, fifth grade. And it was a very awesome conversation that led sure. into this is why we don't stay at their house. Yeah. I I'm, think this is why, I'm sorry. No, no, no go I, ahead. I think it's so important why, um, like, to have a church family because. To be honest, sometimes being in the church world, we forget like yes. that is the most common thing, not what we are doing. Sure. We right. are the ones who are the oddballs in the world. Yeah. Um, and this is what our kids are faced with. And um, something that Lena said one time, um, and it's hard for us adults, so imagine for kiddos, but, you know, mommy, it's so hard to live in this world and not be of the world. Mm-hmm. And it really is. And you think about it. This is what they are faced with. We have got to have our kiddos um, in church. We have to have ourselves in community Mm -hmm. because it is just a little bit easier um, when we hear someone else say, "Uh, no, son, Uh, no, sweetheart, we're not going to do that. And here's why. And when you have a a friend who's saying, no, I'm the same way. That's in your Sunday school class. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it helps. It really does because it gets very, very hard to say no to some things. And that's kind of my question. I see here like sleepovers. Is it okay? So do you guys agree with sleepovers? Like, I think I think again goes back to because right now for our kids, there is a lot of friends that go to our church that some we know and don't, but then they have uh, neighbors at our house. Two, two kids that come over and play with Jake and Tinley and they have a ball. And we know this family doesn't go to church. Right. So right now for us, it's allowing this friendship to develop, just to hang out with mm-hmm. them, just to be outside. You know, we even tell the kids, because it's across the road and stuff, we say, look, if they come over, hang out here outside, play with them, but don't cross the street. And then we tell the two kids, hey, just – Y'all don't come inside. If you need to go potty, go to your house and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yes. right now, for us, it's trying to build that relationship and that friendship. So for us, the next step would be if we can, you know, we'd bring these two kids to church with us mm-hmm. and continue to develop that friendship. So for me right now, to answer the question, is it okay? Yes, it's okay to have sleepovers, but it depends on the family and the situation. And I would have to feel very comfortable of them and, and knowing them. And okay, I would you, tell another family the same thing about me. Like if, if you won't, you know, I think the last time we had a bunch of builders house was with our fifth grade leadership. Like many years ago, I think it was like Andrew Braden. This is how long ago it was. It was in fifth grade and they stayed at our house and we took them to Sunday school for the last Sunday before they moved on to sixth grade. And the parents were fine with it. You know, we had all the girls upstairs, all the boys downstairs. And it, you have to also, as a family give trust to those that are coming to your house too. So I think it's a, it's a whole trust. Well, I, I, okay. It's not just knowing who they are too. So, because I, with us, with our kids, I, we know plenty of their parents. Mm-hmm. It's not knowing their parents is what it is for us. It literally is. I need to know your faith. I need to know yeah. the person of faith you are. And so like, when, and knowing when, your faith and whether you go to church or not are different things. Yes, because if your sure, kids come yeah. home and they're saying, "Hell, oh, will they go to church?" Eh, sweetheart, that doesn't necessarily yes, mean anything. Absolutely. Yes. Right. And you feel like yeah. you're taking something away from them when you're like, "No, you can't go over there." Yeah. You're not taking anything away right, from them. Right. Like, and I don't even think you're protecting them. It's not any of that. It's like this is the standard, and this is what we do. Yeah. And it's it's okay to have a standard. And it's easier to say no when you have a standard oh, up front yes. for a little while. Mm-hmm. We said like. 
um, we just completely said no to anyone and everyone. Um, we were being asked all the time. Um, and then it was kind of like, well, I kind of know them, um, but I don't know them well enough. I'm not going to let them go here, but I will let them go here. And you feel that pressure from parents of like, oh, well, they'll let them go to this house, but not. No, we're just not going to do that yeah. um, until we really started learning um, and got closer with parents and so forth. And they still have very limited places where they're allowed to Same. go, even at, you know, 16 years old, 17 years old. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes the just best that you can do. It's <laughs> important, though, as a teenager, as it is when they're six, you mm-hmm. know, and it's different in my family. Annie, being the oldest and the only girl, she was blessed in the fact that a lot of her good friends are my good friends. Yeah. People that we yeah. do life with yeah. all the time, that we vacation with, that we go out to eat with, that we go to church with. And so she was able to start spending the night with people sooner than what the boys are. To this day, the boys have only spent the night together. They do everything together right now, but with one person, mm-hmm. like yeah. Tom Zelko, who's on staff yeah. here. Only place they've ever been. Yeah. Like, um, they've... The very first birthday party I ever even dropped them off and let them out was was Finn's, I think, over the summer. I mean, and you just, you can't be too careful. And it got crazy. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Yeah, and that's not saying, you know, if I stay Uh, at someone's birthday party, I genuinely, you know, enjoy being around their friends' parents and things like that. There's other people, but I think you have to look at each child individually, too, and where they're at and who you know and all those things, too. So I think what we're kind of answering here, and then I'd like to jump back into one other thing. It is important for parents to stand your ground oh, and yes. watch your family and the faith that it's built upon, you know, that this house serves the Lord. And, and it's important that what y'all said, it's not just about going to church. It's the faith yeah. that this house is built upon. But I would like to jump to one thing before we finish here. So we kind of talked about, and, and Amanda kind of mentioned this, when we tell our kids, you know, hey, no, we're not going to go eat there. Or, hey, we're not going to stand here. And then our kids ask that question or say, hey, it's so hard to be a Christian. Yeah in this world, even though I'm not in this world. So how do we help, just last thing to talk to the parents real quickly, how can we help kids accept that good kid label that could come from other friends and, and people in their classroom? Like, oh, that's that that's that good kid, you know. I'll say this. I I look at one of mine, I'm like, you know what, baby girl, I am proud that's right. that you look like that to them, that they are making fun of you, that, yeah, they do tell you, oh, you're going to grow up and live in a church and da da yeah, be, maybe be proud because they say you will be persecuted or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the word of God says yeah. that, you know, they persecuted me. Absolutely. Be proud of it, baby. Be, be um, I mean, I, I know that it's hard for a kid to, you know, but, sure. but yeah, and still, I mean, just, I mean, it makes me happy to think that people see her differently. Yeah, very good. Anybody else? You, you go ahead. Um, you know, I, every everybody handles it differently. Okay, you might not like the way I handle it. It's okay. I, um, but that's what we're having yeah, this for. I yeah, think it's so, great um, to hear this. I also, I tell Finn and Rhett um, that the Lord has gifted them with an insane about uh, insane uh, ability when it comes to athletics and and sports. And sure. I was like Finn. You, I mean, sports is a great equalizer. And I said. Um, it, you know, I, at some point, the Lord can take that away from you. Sure. And I said, but right now, He has blessed you with it. Mm-hmm. And the best way to honor Him with that is to hold fast to His standard. That's right. And so, hey, He has set you apart. And he's given you a great gift. Mm-hmm. Now, be wise with it. And I'm just going to tell you, because He has given you this gift, you can be set apart and set a stage, and people will accept that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people will, because 
you can throw touchdowns and you run, you know, like, and if you say, hey, blessed be the name, people will say, blessed be the name, you know, like, (laughs) you've been given a great thing, honor the Lord with it, and and let him continue to use that platform, and now there's a whole other conversation when one day that will be taken away from him, you know, and, uh, but right now, it's kind of the same thing with Red, hey, you've been given this great gift, son, hey, (laughs) use the gift that God has given you, man, to, to, to help build this platform for not your name, but the name of God. That's right. So. Awesome. Uh, I guess this kind of builds off what Caleb and everyone's saying, but I just, even, not even sleepovers, but homework, like um, Annie got an 80, and I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you serious? That's a B. Like, I was one of the highest grades in the class, and I'm like, no. You've been given all these tools to succeed. Yeah. Others haven't. Okay, so I don't want to hear, we don't compare ourselves to others. You're you. Okay, we are raising you to be extraordinary, not ordinary like the rest of the world. So I don't want to hear it, you know, and that's not bragging. Like when Caleb's talking about athletics, he's not bragging. He's just highlighting the gifts that the Lord has given them. And as parents, if we're nurturing those gifts, we are raising them to be extraordinary and not live this ordinary life that's dumbed down to the mundane and just, you know, following the crowd and all that. So that's I'm like literally tough. Like, I'm sorry that that's your biggest problem right now, sweetie. Yeah. Acknowledge that blessing, A, that the biggest thing is is that you couldn't go to this restaurant or you couldn't go do this because there's much worse things out there. Sure. So I think, just to finish up, I think it's important to know that parents, as far as sleepovers is okay, you have to pray and make that decision based off your family, your situation, but there's nothing more important than your faith. And may you stand strong in your faith. May you hold on to that. May you take the opportunity to share it with your children, with your families, and then those that they make friends with, and just continue to pray for those friendships and pray for the impact that they can have, because they truly do have value. God's given them gifts, and we are honored to share our gifts with you. Hopefully, you've enjoyed these stories and laughed with us, and hopefully, we've encouraged you and maybe helped answer this question. Sleepovers is okay. Awesome. (laughs) Well, I'm encouraged to you guys, too, so thank you so much, and Church family, thank you for listening in, and we look forward to having another podcast with you guys, and thank you for allowing us to walk with you through this milestone.